Possum Prophet Chris Ward, this is the Voice of Dominion broadcast. I'm filled with joy and I feel the anointing in the studio today um, because God said, listen, don't talk about what is, talk about what I'm going to do. And as is my habit, I meditate uh, 10 to 20 scriptures a day. It's been 20, over 20, about 27 scriptures a day to just keep my mind stayed on the Lord. And I was looking for Isaiah 26, which happens to be one of the uh, chapters that he has me, you know, certain sections of Isaiah 26. We won't get to that today. But I was, I went to, I mean, I was, it was in Genesis 26, okay? I was looking for Genesis 26 and went to Isaiah 26. And I started reading. I said, Lord, this ain't the scripture you told me to go to. He said, no, it's not, but it's a good one. It's the one I want you to lead your show off with. And I want you to encourage the people with everything that's going on, Right now, we have the entire West Coast is on fire. People being burned out of their homes. We look at down south in the Gulf of Mexico. We look, people had, one city had three, 36 inches of rain just flooded. The houses, the, the entire area is being flooded. And when you look at the political realm and all the upheaval with the political, with the politics, and then we hadn't even talked about the pandemic, and I'm not going to talk about it, but because my my objective today is to bring hope. And I have my beautiful reader here, and we're going to start off reading in, in Isaiah 26, verse 1. Isaiah 26, verse 1. Mm-hmm. And that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city salvation. Will God appoint for walls and bulwarks? Salvation, which is deliverance, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the power of the cross, the power of his blood, the power, uh, the dunamis power that was released to resurrect him. And the church is going to be resurrected because uh, another one of my friends, we went to... um, we we distributed 200,000 pounds of food yesterday, okay? And I got hooked up with a, a guy. Uh, he's a pastor, but he started the food bank as an evangelistic outreach. And we went with him yesterday, and we had 97, 92 souls saved, 92. Uh, and I am the executive uh, president of the National Football League Players Association, and we have our own separate nonprofit, which is Pro Players North America. You can go there and give us a donation at any time, ProPlayersNorthAmericaNA.org. You can go there, and you can give us a donation at any time, okay? And so it's a situation where he said that you have caused me to fulfill the real reason I started the food bank because there's three or four times a week that he distributes food, and he, they distribute almost a million pounds of food. 
When the people come, they're not getting a little sack of food, a little sandwich, or this, that, and the other. They're getting a whole shopping cart of food. But when we joined up with him, I took the, the ministers that were on my staff, and then we had some of the professional football players come, uh, retired uh, former players came, and they were working on the basket lines. And the evangelists, the ministers, the ordained ministers as part of our ministry, we got we went out two by two. We had two groups. It was four of us working as the cars pull up. And the cars go around a whole city block. There was about two to three to 400 cars at any given day that he has these events, and normally they're Tuesday and Wednesday. And it says, In the day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. Salvation has to be the standard of what we're doing. Bringing salvation to the world has to be the standard of what the church is doing. The whole pandemic thing is a blessing. You might say, you crazy. I'm, you know, my money is funny and my, I've lost some loved ones and this, that, and the other. But it's a, it's a blessing because it is forcing the church to realign itself to the original principles, precepts, the apostolic Pentecostal uh, uh, commandments that you find in the book of Acts and you find in the synoptic gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, to follow that pattern. And as I was talking with my friend, um, uh, Pastor Tease, who runs the, uh, the uh, Heart of Compassion Food Bank, he said, I started this initially to bring people to the Lord. And we started talking about the form of the church, the big mega churches. And I shared with him how I came out of the mega church. I came out of Dr. Frederick Casey Price's church. And then I went to a church that had house sales, which is Bible studies that originated in sales. And then once a week, they all came together. And he started talking about Dr. Cho in, in South Korea and how he built the largest church in the world based on having home sales and home sale leaders and teachers. And then once a week, he met with the teachers. And that's really the, the model that I'm uh, attempting to follow and will follow. But read verse 2 for me. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. So the church is in a metamorphosis right now. It appears bleak. And that's, you know, in the, the shows prior to this, we've been talking about great faith and thy faith. We've been talking about faith. If you have faith and your focus is on God, then you 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 see the brighter day. You see the bigger picture. The bigger picture is the church was out of alignment with God anyway. And so this whole, you know, and the government still hasn't uh, totally released the restrictions on the churches to, you know, to do social gathering. And I don't think it's ever going to go back that way because the virus is still here and it's still raging. I think somebody said something about 212,000 people have died as a result of the pandemic. They're looking for a seven or 8,000 spike with all the schools going back to school. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. We got to keep the truth. We got to get back to getting salvation. Read verse three for me. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. So there's no way you can trust in the Lord unless you have faith. Faith is the conduit currency current that allows you to tap into kingdom peace. That will keep him, him who, him, you, him, me, anybody who's trusted in the Lord in perfect 
peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. See, you can't, you cannot access God. You cannot access his kingdom. You cannot access his peace. You cannot access his healing. You cannot access the blood of Jesus. You cannot access the cross. You cannot access the angels. You cannot access the word unless your mind is stayed on him. And I had a regimen where I was, where I was meditating 17 scriptures a day. And then God took me to uh, I, uh, Genesis 26 and he added those scriptures so that my mind doesn't wander. And you, you have to meditate the word. Go ahead and uh, read for 20, uh, 26.4. Yes. Verse 4. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. He going to give you strength to, to come through it. But you must trust in the Lord. You have to realign your life to, to allow... God to be in control of your life. You know, I, as I was meditating and I, as I go through the world, I see just millions of sheep without a shepherd. People are disconnected from the church. People now, and with the pandemic and social gathering, all the social Christians who just went to see their friends to hang out and and to buy dinner at the church or because there was an, an event, especially evangelists coming uh, you know, the people who are on the, in the outer court, they're not connected now. They're all online. And you're going to find that even as we take control, and court is not going to be here forever. Uh, it could be, but it's not going to have the impact that it has at this point because God is in those who trusteth in the Lord. It says, for he bringeth down them, verse 5, that dwell on high, the lofty city, he layeth it low, he layeth it low, even to the ground, he brings it even to the dust. Now, I'm going back to this testimony years ago when I first got saved, I was living in Louisiana, I was living on the, uh, right on the, uh, about a half a mile from Lake Pontchartrain, less than a half a mile, a quarter mile, I could walk from my house in, the, in an elite neighborhood in Kenner, Louisiana, and there was a hurricane that was coming, they were saying this hurricane as it approached, was going to push Lake, Lake, displace Lake Pontchartrain, or at least 12 feet of water that was in Lake Pontchartrain, okay, for about a mile. So everything within a mile on the border of this side, because the hurricane, the way it was coming up, it was going to be on the backside where all the wind and water pressure and everything would push that. My house would have been flooded, would have been under 12 feet of water. And I never forget, I cried out to the Lord. I said, Lord, Help me turn this storm. And I remember I, I, I at that time, uh, my dearly depart, departed wife, my, she, she, she's gone to be. Uh, she's in another dimension right now. And I told her, I said, listen, I have, uh, I had, we had three kids in the house. I said, listen, put the babies in the car. Go get some gas. Okay. Go get some water and y'all evacuate because the sheriff was going up and down the street saying, evacuate, evacuate. Okay, because if this storm stayed on this path for another three hours, our house, our brand new palatial house would have been 12 feet underwater. And she said, well, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'll follow you, but I'm going to stay here and I'm going to pray over our house. I'll stay to the last minute. And I told her, get up the road. And when you get up the road somewhere, call me and let me know where y'all at and I'll meet you there. So she did that. She went to the grocery store and got enough food and water and, and um, diapers and stuff because I had a, a, new, a newborn baby. My son was almost a newborn. And um, 
they got on up the road. And I remember standing in the middle of this house, and I said, Father, you allowed me to buy this house. You blessed me to come here and play with the saints. I'm asking you to protect my house. I speak to this storm and I commanded to I commanded it to do whatever it needs to do, but it's not coming here, and it's not bringing all that rain and water and twelve feet and burying my house in twelve feet of water. And I had the TV on, all the communications and electricity was still on because the storm was headed our way, and it was traveling at a rather fast speed. And about ten minutes later, I heard the weatherman say, "It's a miracle. The storm is changing direction." For it says here, trust ye in the Lord, verse 4, forever, for the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Now, I was a newborn Christian. I had just got saved. I got saved on by television by Jimmy Swagger's ministry. Someone said, Jimmy Swagger, yeah, the great evangelist down in the south. And then I went to another great Baptist church down in, in Baptist. What is his name again? The singer, um... Paul Morton's church. And he said, listen, you, if you receive the Lord, you need to find a church and you need to go to the church. So I had, people had been talking to me and I had been invited to Paul Morton's church. And I went down there and I, I confessed the Lord a second time. I took my oldest daughter with me and I was so thankful. And that's the thing that's missing. We need to be thankful for what we have, but keep our minds stayed on the Lord. Verse six. The foot shall tread it down, even the foot of, of the poor and the steps of the needy. My God, is that homeless people? You can't go down any street in any neighborhood without seeing some homeless people. They're walking, they're talking, they, they're living under bridges. And you can be in an elite neighborhood and you got a bridge or a freeway overpass. They are living under it. You're not going to get away from that. Keep reading, verse 7. The way of the just is uprightness thou most up high dost weigh the path of the just okay so god is this whole thing is is come to the place for god to bring a form of judgment to the earth to the church and to people to give everybody an opportunity to repent to give everybody an opportunity to receive jesus christ as lord to give everybody an opportunity to get filled with the spirit to give everybody an opportunity to begin to have visions and dreams, find out what is their gifts, talents, and abilities, and to full, and to discover their assignment or ministry in this earth. That's what it's for. And the system is never going back to the way it is. It's going to spiral down. Because he says here in verse 5, he says, For he bringeth down them that dwell on high. Uh, keep reading uh, verse 7. Verse 8, read verse 8 for me. Yea, in the way of thy judgments, O Lord, have we waited for thee. The desire of our soul is to thy name and to the remembrance of thee. How many people actually pray to the Lord, have a sanctified prayer time where they call calling on the name of Jesus? Okay. We're not talking about all these different religions and the, the Catholics, the you know, this and that and this and that. All None of that stuff you can find in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. Okay, it says here, yea, in the way of thy judgments, O Lord, have we waited for thee? This the church, this the time you've been waiting for. The upright, just church 
who do know their purpose, who do know their assignment, who have discovered their gifts, talents, and abilities. And me and my wife was laughing before we came on the air because we went to we went um, and as we ministered about three to four hundred cars yesterday, I took an advantage and I've been pressing him to get start his ministry, start his ministry, and he has. And then his job tailed down as a result of the pandemic. And I said, listen, on them days, every every week when he comes to church, I asked him, I said, listen, how many hours did you go and minister? Uh, oh, three. I said, how many days did you work? None. So only three days a week and you're an evangelist. You went out to evangelize. Well, we prayed before we started and the anointing hit the food giveaway. The spirit of God came. Hit that food giveaway, and I was working with him. My wife was working with another lady who she's called to be an evangelist too and called to feed the homeless people. And I mean to tell you, uh, my wife was trying to call uh, John is his name. I call him John the Baptist, but his name was John. He's an evangelist. And he hollered out at the top of his lungs, Can't you see I'm busy? <laughs> And I mean, the joy of the Lord just hit me because this boy discovered that the real joy and the real reward is in doing what God created you to do. And we've been laughing about that ever since. Can't you see I'm busy? I was like the man who's been idle for I don't know how how long he is. And he's been with me over 10 years and I've been trying to get him into full-time ministry. And all of a sudden that anointing hit him and all, he saw all them needy people and he was responsible for over half of the 92 people it was three other people that was evangelizing myself, um, my wife, and and another lady, and he was responsible. I said, "How many you got?" I got tired, man. It was hot out there. That sun was beaming, hitting me all in the head, and he just kept going. And I would holler back. I said, "How many you get?" He said, I got seven. I got five. I got four. He was leading them to the Lord. They were making the confession of faith in Jesus Christ, and we could have had one hundred and ninety-two. If we had somebody that could speak Mandarin, Mandarin Chinese. So if you speak Mandarin Chinese, I want you to call me and you live in the L.A. area. I want you to call me at 424-261-3208. I want you to email me at wardint at hotmail.com. I want you to come visit me at, at 9815 uh, South Vermont Avenue every Saturday morning. Uh, we're, we tape live for YouTube. We're on YouTube live at this Voice of Dominion. And you can go to YouTube and look for uh, Voice of Dominion, Apostle Chris Ward. And we're there live every Saturday morning at 930. So you can come and visit. We got room to social distance you. But I want you to contact me, 424-261-3208. I need somebody who can speak multiple Chinese dialects to come so that we can reach the rest of these people. Because I love Chinese people. I love white folks. I love uh, Mexicans, I love uh, Asians of all sort. I love Indians. I love police. I, I don't like what they do sometimes, but guess what? I, I, they're human beings, and every life is precious to the Lord. So we want to give you give those uh, Asian people that do not speak English well enough for us to minister to them. We need an interpreter. Get at me four two four two six one three two zero eight. This is Apostle Chris Ward. So it says here now. Uh, read verse 9 for me in 10 and on down a little bit. With my soul I have desired thee in the night. Yea, with my spirit within me will I seek thee early. For when thy judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Keep going. Let favor be shewed 
to the wicked, yet will he not learn righteousness in the land of the uprightness? Will he deal unjustly and will not behold the majesty of the Lord? The Lord, when thy hand is lifted up, they will not see, but they shall see and be ashamed for their envy at the people. Yea, the fire of them, excuse me, the fire of thy enemies shall devour them. And, and that's what's going on. God, listen, don't worry about all the social justice stuff. You can do that with the legislation branch and the judicial branch and the executive branch, and you can put your hope in man. But that right there tells me God going to handle this thing. He going to handle it. It will be done. It shall be done. And that's what he told me. He said, just pray for my judgment and justice to hit the earth. And it's all through this scripture here. Verse 12, read for me. Lord, thou will ordain peace for us, for thou also hast wrought all our works in us. So peace is coming. It's not peaceful. The pandemic, the storms, the fires, all these people's houses burnt to, burnt to ash. But peace is coming. But, you know, one of the things that I noticed about all of this commotion, um, especially the natural disasters and the economic upheaval, not many people are dying. In a country where you have 325 million people, 212,000 people who died of corona is, a, is less than 1% of the population. I think we have made the coronavirus bigger than it should be. It's bigger in the minds of unfaithful, ungod-trusting people. Yes, I wear my mask. Anytime I leave my house, I got my mask around my chin right now. Thank God our, 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 our producer in his studio is spotless clean. Otherwise, I would have it on right now. And even with that, we clean the microphones and the table where I'm sitting, where I put, have my elbows on. I clean all that. But it, I wouldn't have to because I want to thank him publicly for keeping a clean place. His restroom is always clean. This place is clean. Okay, And when you come in, you can tell that it's been disinfected. How can you tell that? The smell. Okay. And so I thank God for that. It says, Lord, when that when thy hand is lifted up, verse 11, they will not see, but they shall see. In other words, you all these high and lofty people that run the government, that run social media, that runs the economic and runs the religious realm, and all these are the four realms of the world that that the devil uses to control the minds of men, they gonna have they gonna see. And out of that, out of the ash is going to rise a church that's going to be in total dominion. Read verse 12 for me. Keep reading. Lord, thou will ordain peace for us. Thou also hast wrought <clears throat> all our works in us. O Lord, our God, other lords besides thee have had dominion over us. But by thee only will we make mention of thy name. They are dead. They shall not live. They are deceased. They shall not rise. Therefore, Thou hast visited and destroyed them and made all their memory to perish. Guess what? All these policemen that murdered all these people and no charges, don't worry about it. God said they ain't going to make it. He going to visit them. Because if you go to Genesis, you will see when Cain killed Abel, the blood, his blood was crying out to God. It was spilled in the earth. But the earth was crying out because human blood, human beings are meant to run this earth. And when their blood is spilled in the streets, it cries out to God for judgment. Mm -mm 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 -mm. 
Read verse 16 for me. 15. 15. Thou hast increased the nation, O Lord. Thou hast increased the nation. Thou art glorified. Thou had hath removed it far unto all the ends of the earth. Salvation is, guess what, evangelists and the people who really, who favor God's righteous cause, we're going to take the, we're going to take the gospel to the whole world and ain't nothing, nobody going to stop us. Anybody tries to get in the way to stop the church of this, it's, it's a setup for a total reversal of all the circumstances in this world. And it's not just the United States. God is using the United States because we're the richest, most powerful, most military potent, and economically potent country in the history of mankind. So everybody watches us. The stock market is following the United States stock market. Okay, Everybody's watching Donald Trump. Everybody's watching this election. Why? Because we are the leaders of the world. But it's coming to here to say, oh my God, we out of time. Oh, I didn't even look at it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This is Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. This is the Voice of Dominion broadcast. Call me at 424-261-3208. I didn't even look at the clock, man. I was in, the, in another round. God bless you. Amen. Voice of Dominion.